When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to the Debbie Delight, brought to you by ExpandTheBoxScore.com, with your hosts Ricky Valero and Chris Stoops, bringing you all the guys who should be on your fantasy radar this season and leading into your upcoming rookie draft. Welcome to the edition of the Debbie Delight, brought to you by ExpandTheBoxScore.com. On today's episode, we're going to continue our player profile. We are going to tackle wide receiver out of USC, Michael Pittman Jr. As always, I am joined by my co-host and partner in crime, Stoops. How are you, buddy? I am doing absolutely wonderful. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about Michael Pittman. Uh, we talked about him, I think, a little bit. I think he was one of our guys that was trending down at some point in the season. And he had been just on a tear as of late. And um, it's exciting to talk about. I think he's a really good receiver. I think he's got a massive amount of potential. And it'll be exciting to see him at the Senior Bowl, Stoops. I'm super pumped about that. That's, you know, it's just my, my flight's booked. Um, I got off of work. Everything is just in line. The dates just have to come. I'm, I'm very excited to to get there and have that opportunity to meet these guys, talk with them, watch them on the practice field. Because, you know, we watch them in a game. Practice is totally different, um, you know, and obviously he's, he's, he's been at USC, so he's already been playing some top-notch talent across the country, but just to see him against, you know, the, the best of the best, essentially, and just, just seeing what he can do in those practice environments and how NFL teams are going to coach these guys and see what they learn, you know, even more than what they already know. So I'm very pumped to go to the Senior Bowl and see what he can do amongst the other guys that will be there. Yeah, and we're going to get to see Anthony Gordon throw him some touchdown passes. So I'm excited about that, too. Yeah. If you will not yeah. notice, there's an interesting trend. Anthony Gordon is going to be my uh, you know, my go-to guy. I love that guy so much, and I can't wait to, to see him uh, throw some passes to some actual next-level talent. You know what I mean? He has. It's not that he hasn't been throwing guys that have talent, but... You know, he's never thrown to a Michael Pittman Jr. He's never thrown, you know, to a, a, a Antonio, Antonio Gandy-Golden or Omar Bayless so, or Devin, even a Devin DuVernay. So yep. I'm excited to see all that transpire, and let's go ahead and dive uh, right into Michael Pittman Jr. All right, Stoops, go ahead and kick us off with some pros on Mr. Michael Pittman Jr. Yeah, so a couple of things that I've got on him. Um, I don't really know if this is a word, but I love his adjustability. So I was watching some film, multiple games. 
And there was a lot of passes that were either underthrown, um, thrown to the right, left, too far. It doesn't matter. They were just kind of not on target, not, not where you would want them ideally. And his ability to adjust to those passes and still make the catch. I just loved watching that. Um, it happened multiple times, more than you know, just one or two a game. It was sometimes four or five times a game, and he just made those adjustments. Absolutely loved seeing that. Um, another thing I really, really enjoyed – I really liked watching was basically he creates separation on man-to-man coverage very, very well. So he's, he's able to fight his way open, but he's also able to settle down um, on the zone defenses and find that open hole. So his quarterback has a much larger window. Um, you see more often than not um, a lot of guys who, who for some reason can't understand that they just continue to run and they will run into a corner, not literally, but run into where that window is much, much smaller. So the fact that he's able to, to catch those windows and notice that it's there and just settle down and let his quarterback see that he's able to gain another probably five yards after the catch because of that. Yes, he loses some momentum, but he's already created that separation by, by holding up a little bit more. So love seeing those two things out of him, and that's just going to speak volumes for what he's able to do on the next level. Those are great things that um, you know sometimes are unteachable things, which it's, it's, it's always a teachable asset, but some guys just don't have it, and he's already there. So love seeing that from him. Yeah, I, he's got a big body. I mean, 6'4", 220, he's massive. He's aggressive after the catch. Um, watching him catch some of those 50-50 balls as well, which it's kind of funny because like you were saying, like, you know, the, the just ability uh, that you just made up there. I don't even know if it's a real yeah. word, but we're going to use it anyway on the show. But the way he's able, like every ball was almost a 50-50. You know, they haven't had the most consistent quarterback play this year at uh, USC. So it's been interesting to kind of watch him adjust as on the fly here. And as the last couple of weeks have gone, man, this guy, you know, if you're playing fantasy football, like he got double digit fantasy points in every single game, but two games this year. And I mean, the last three games, he was on a tear, 37 catches, 430 yards and three touchdowns in his last three games. It's unbelievable what he's done with the football. Uh, one in three catches were for first downs, but um, he's going to be a massive red zone threat. This guy is going to be a red zone threat in the NFL, and it's going to have a lot to do with those things that you mentioned. Those things can't be taught. The way you're able to adjust to a ball in the air, you're able to move a corner out of the way or maneuver yourself. There was sometimes, you're right, it, the thing that came off to me a lot is when the first time I saw it, I was like, wow. And then it was like a second, a third, a fourth, a fifth time. And I'm just like, man, like this guy has got ability to make plays. And he's not the fastest guy in the world. I mean, we'll talk about that a little bit in the cons. But, I mean, he had 16 catches this year um, that went over 21 yards. That's That, to me, is impressive a- a- as well. So he's able to make plays um, with his body, with his hands, that um, not a lot of guys are able to do. So it- it's going to be awesome to see what he's able to do with a – a, a quarterback that's more capable of getting him the ball where he wants it, where he needs it to be, or, you know, a ball placement from a quarterback. It, it's it's going to be very interesting to see what he does on that next level, Stoops. Absolutely. I completely agree. All right, Stoops, what do you have for cons from like Mr. Michael Pittman Jr.? Yeah, so the only thing I really have on him, and I noticed it um, throughout a, a couple different games, he seems to get a little antsy um, and wants to get up the field before he has the ball. So he kind of takes his eyes off of it a little bit too soon, uh, which creates either, one, a, a difficult catch, so therefore he does not gain any yards after the catch, or he just drops the ball completely. 
Um, again, it does not happen very often. So that's definitely something that he can correct it and, and not be, and it won't be an issue long-term, but it's just a, a, something I noticed in a couple different games. Um, other than that, that's, that's honestly the only thing I have for a con from him. Really love his play. Yeah, he's very good. I, I think that there's a few things that he could work on just a little bit. Obviously we talked about, he's not super fast and that's not a, that's not necessarily a con. It's just some people might consider that a ding. He's not exactly going to burn you down the middle of the field. I don't think he really has that second gear that some of the other receivers do. But again, it's not that big of a problem. I think he um, he reminds me a little bit of like a Larry Fitzgerald a little bit. Um, Fitzgerald's never really burned anybody, but he's got the body. He's got the length. He's got the hands. Obviously, we're talking cons, so I don't even know how that got in there. But still, I think he could be a little bit better off the line of scrimmage. Um you know, whenever he's coming off the line of scrimmage, man to man, I think that he could do a little bit better there. You said it's a plus. I think he worked on it this year from last year. Again, one of those things that's very teachable as well. But I didn't really see a whole lot of Michael Pittman things that I could really just be like, man, he needs to work on that. Man, he needs to work on that. I think the biggest con Michael Pittman has for him, and it might work out in his favor a little bit, is that this receiving class is so loaded. I mean, he's probably in my top 10, but you know, where you, depending on where that top 10 is, you, you have to figure that's maybe a second rounder, maybe a third rounder. I think that's might be the only thing that I have against him. But again, that's not his fault, Stoops, is is where he falls might end up being better for guys like you and I playing in a Devi league. You know what I mean? Or it might skyrocket his value in, in fantasy drafts because, you know, let's just say he lands in a, in a, <coughs> sorry, in a, uh, high power offense let's say he lands in a in in arizona where they don't they need some receivers and and stuff like that or a you know somebody else like uh you know he ends up in cleveland or or miami or there's a lot of options in play where he can land that his value will supersede some of the guys in front of him stoops yeah and and you even kind of said it you know and and it all comes down to just the style of, of offense and how he fits into it like you said with the fitzgerald He's again not going to be the fastest guy, but he is going to. I, I don't not necessarily outperform, but he is going to. I can't even think of the right word. He's basically a technician with his routes in the sense that he's able to kind of just get, get past some guys and make some unbelievable catches. And I think this that's going to be his his style of play, where he's not going to be he's not going to be a Tyreek Hill. He's not going to just burn past you and just run down the field. But I think he's going to be able to work on that that route running and make it as crisp as possible to where he's going to be more fluid in his movements. And he's going to be able to get those yards, get those touchdowns, um, which kind of transitions to my fantasy outlook. I don't think he's ever going to be that guy. You know how there's like the Michael Thomases, there's the, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, there's there's those types of guys. I don't know if he'll ever be that, but he, I do believe, will always be a solid wide receiver to basically position or even your flex kind of starter. I think something like that is is where he's going to fit really well into the fantasy uh, landscape of things. I just don't know if he will ever be that guy. He'll never be the guy. He might have a, a wide receiver one season. I'm not saying that. I just think as a whole career goes, I think it's going to be more of that wide receiver two flex type of positional player, um, which is not a bad thing. You've obviously got to fill out your starting lineup somehow, and I think he can be definitely someone who slides in there pretty pretty easily. Um, so basically right off the bat, obviously if you've got taxi squad spots available, um, I think he is 100% worth a stash. He is definitely a guy that you do not want to pass up on. I think he can have a very, very good career. Um, but like I said, just never that elite top notch wide receiver one overall type type season. Um, 
but definitely don't want to pass up on him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's definitely a, a wide receiver, you know, a, probably a high-end three, you know, definitely for sure a two, depending on landing spot, obviously, for sure. But, like, you know, he's got all the capabilities of, of let's just say, hypothetically, he went to, like, a Indianapolis Colts, and, and he went there, and you have Hilton. Hilton's hurt. He can be that guy that steps up to the plate and be the wide receiver one that week. You know what I mean? He's not always going to be the consistent guy, but he'll have a consistent enough stats that he'll probably be in your starting lineup each and every week. I almost think that he's going to be the kind of guy – and th- this is just the first name that popped into my head. I'm not saying this specifically him, but like a Juju, for example. Yep. He was absolutely phenomenal with Antonio Brown there, and he still had his moments this year. He did, but when he was the guy, it didn't translate the same way. Now, so I think if, if he's the guy, if he's the number one on the team, I don't know how that will work for him, but if he's in that Juju role of behind a – and this is just namesake, DeAndre Hopkins, someone like that. If he's that second guy in line, I think that's where he will excel tremendously. I totally agree. It, it, like he's a 1B. There's 1A, 1B. Yeah. He's 1B. And the weeks that 1A is hurt, he can step up and be 1A. But he can't be 1A each and every week. You're right 100%. And the, the Juju Smith one, that's a perfect comparison because – I mean, obviously, they went to the same school, but it's a perfect comparison there because you're right. Juju is having a hard time being going one-on-one with the number one cornerback each and every week, and he is. He's struggling with that, and he's going to have to adjust to that. But I think Pittman would have those same issues. Now, I will say that, and again, Juju was just the name that I that popped into my head. His quarterback play this year, Big Ben went down, yeah, and then sure. from there – so it's not Juju's fault. I'm not, not saying he's – quit. The quarterback situation has not been ideal on Pittsburgh. So it is not Juju's fault per se. And I know he's kind of dealt with some injuries here and there. But just, that, again, that was the first name that popped in my mind looking at last year compared to this year. So um, just throwing that out there. No knock at Juju. He is a phenomenal talent. But first, that was just the first thing that popped in my mind. But I agree with you 100%, though. He, he No matter if Ben was going to be healthy or not, yeah. he was going to struggle, I think, no matter what yeah. happened this year. Because you have Antonio Brown, no matter how – out of the world. Crazy he is. Exactly. He's still one of the, you know, when he was on the field, he's the best receiver and he demands your attention. So if he's getting all your attention, that number two is always going to step up to the plate and, and succeed. So, all right, folks, do us a favor, hop on over to Twitter and give Stoops a follow at Stoops1990, myself at Ricky Valera underscore. Give the show a follow at the Debbie Delight. Make sure to head on over to expandtheboxscore.com to use the uh, college football database that we use each and every week to pluck these stats out. And as always, Thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you guys soon. See y'all later. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.